Rain doesn't bother me. I don't mind a little bit of rain. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Colts passed on a quarterback today. We'll talk about that. A new member of the Ring of Honor. Talk about that too. And media availabilities with Paris Campbell, Daya Odengbo, and Brayton Smith today, as well as Rodney McLeod. But Rodney didn't say anything too interesting. So we're going to pass on Rodney. Talk about the other guys a little bit. We'll also talk about what Kevin Pritchard had to say last night. And we'll visit a quote from Kevin Pritchard that kind of illustrates the way he communicates with the media where he tries to say all things to all people. And it drives me just a little bit crazy. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Wednesday, May 18th, 2021. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Johnson's Plumbing, they're just great at their jobs. You got a plumbing problem, they got a plumbing solution. Let's go, let's talk about sports. Hit subscribe, punch a like button, ring the bell. Let's go. You have a question of an urgent nature? Donate, we see it immediately. All right. First of all, kind of the bad news, if you see it as bad news, James Bradbury has signed a one-year deal with the Philadelphia Eagles, $7.5 million with an extra two-and-a-half kicker if he meets certain bonus criteria. That's not bad for James Bradbury, pretty good. And it's pretty good for the Philadelphia Eagles, too, because they need a cornerback. Do the Colts need a cornerback badly enough to go after a guy like James Bradbury? I don't think that they do. You're, you're pretty well set at the cornerback position. And, and I like where they sit with their defensive backfield, especially the depth they've got at safety. Would it be nice to have a backup another backup, or a guy who can kind of relegate either Isaiah Rodgers, you know, to, or Brandon Faison to a backup role. Yeah, but Kenny Moore is pretty good, and we've seen what they did in free agency, right? I mean, you, you go out and get Stephon Gilmore, you got to feel pretty good about your cornerback stock. So, James Bradbury, goodbye. No more talking about James Bradbury. Uh, Tariq Glenn is going to be inducted into the Ring of Honor. That's going to happen October 30th uh, as the Colts play against the Washington Commanders. Tariq Glenn was really, really good for 10 years for the Colts. Drafted in the first round in 1997. And how about Bill Polian understanding what job to take? We talked about Ed Dodds yesterday being a guy who understands what job not to take, not to interview for, stay with the Colts. Bill Polian... In 1996, Bill Polian's two years away from being the GM. Bill Tobin and Jimmer say take Marvin Harrison in the first round. The next year, they take Tariq Glenn. So they've got wide receiver one, and they've got left tackle covered. Then in 1998, you got a choice between Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf, and Bill Polian made that decision long before the draft. Don't listen to him tell you differently. When he was with the Panthers, their draft board had Peyton Manning at the top for 1998. That was a fait accompli. So you had your wide receiver, you had your left tackle in your pocket, you come to a place with the number one overall pick, you know you're going to take Peyton Manning, three of the most important positions on the field, bam, 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 you got him. And then the next year, Polian, the genius that he is and was, takes Edger and James, 2001, takes Reggie Wayne, that whole thing is off to the races. He's got the triplets, and off you go. Tariq Glenn, a big part of the success of those Indianapolis Colts teams. A pro bowler his last three years in the NFL. Not a pro bowler his first seven, but his last three, yes. Super Bowl champ his last year. 
really a good player. But now's the time for Jimmer saying all the people associated with the Colts to realize and recognize and correct their mistake in inducting Jim Harbaugh into the Ring of Honor. Because as long as Jim Harbaugh is in the Ring of Honor, and I got it at the time, look, the Colts had been around for 15, 17 years at the time they induct Jim Harbaugh, and they really hadn't had anybody during their Indianapolis-specific experience who sort of was that guy. Now they got plenty. And Jim Harbaugh served a purpose, and now it's time to peel those letters off the facade and get him the hell out of Lucas Oil Stadium. I think that's right and proper. And also, they ran out of guys to induct into the Ring of Honor, so they put Colts Nation in the Ring of Honor. What? What's that even? What are you talking about? The Colts fans, wonderful people. We love the Colts fans. I'm a Colts fan. You're a Colts fan. We're all Colts fans. But Colts Nation does not deserve a place. There is no Cowboys Nation at AT&T Stadium. That doesn't exist. You know, if you got Bears Nation, that doesn't exist at Soldier Field. You don't retire the number of Bears Nation. What is going on with the Indianapolis Colts? Those two have got to come down. As you add, you should subtract. It should become more special. Addition by subtraction, not just addition by addition. All right. Paris Campbell spoke to the media today. What did he say? He feels good. To all the people, all the doubters who say he can't stay healthy, he says, to hell with that. All right, good. To hell with it. But stay healthy. You can get sideways with all the people who think you can't stay healthy forever. But you got to stay healthy. This is really the first time that he's been healthy during an offseason. And, and so this is his opportunity. If he can stay healthy for 17 games, this is a different football team. If you've got Paris Campbell and you've got Pierce and you've got Pittman, you got guys who can stretch the field in all directions and become really, really difficult to defend. Paris Campbell could be that missing piece. We keep talking about the missing wide receiver. Paris Campbell could be it. Do you want to count on a guy who's played a total of 15 games over the course of his first three seasons? No, you do not. But at this point, what choice do the Colts have? I mean, it's Paris Campbell or, you know, one of a bunch of guys like Ashton Doolin and Mike Strawn and Des Patman and Kiki Kute. And you know what? You don't want those guys starting for your football team as good a guys as they are. That's not who you want at wide receiver three. Paris Campbell? Paris Campbell is a different issue entirely. Hurricane Dio, Dio Odangbo, the uh, defensive lineman, the edge guy that they took, the Colts took in the second round last year out of Vanderbilt, had the torn Achilles during Senior Bowl week, right, prepping for the Senior Bowl, tore his Achilles. So he had it surgically repaired, and he tried to come back last year. And the thing that he said was really interesting it has a lot of effect in the way that we're going to look at Blackman and his attempt to come back from his torn Achilles. It's not the torn Achilles. That's ready to go after about nine months. You have to strengthen everything else around it because you just shut the leg down for a while and you shut a lot of different parts of your body down. All those parts take time to get reactivated. That is what Hurricane Dio said about the recovery 
it wasn't getting the Achilles right and getting the calf right. It was getting everything kind of in balance and getting it together so he could compete at a high level. And he said it takes a year. He's still getting better. And it's been almost a year and a half since he tore his Achilles in January of 2021. That is instructive as we look at Blackman and try to figure out when he's going to be back at safety. And we've seen this a lot, right? We saw it with Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack tore his Achilles, thought he was going to be back last year. He was not explosive. He was not good. He couldn't hit the hole. He reminded me of Neil Anderson during the latter stages of Neil Anderson's run with the Chicago Bears where he just couldn't get to the hole anymore. You know, he, he looked like Neil Anderson until the hole closed up about two-tenths of a second before he got there. That's kind of what Marlon Mack looked like last year. So now Marlon Mack is a Texan, and that's the way it goes. Braden Smith said something interesting. He was asked about the advice to rookies, guys like uh, Bernard Ryman coming in from Central Michigan. He, the 77th overall pick, he's going to get some run with that first unit one way or another. They're going to get him on the field and maybe as a starting left tackle. And in what Braden Smith said today was his advice is uh, get in the playbook and work your butt off. You know what? That's not like that's not going to make a headline anywhere. It's not going to go above the fold for the Indianapolis Star or the Athletic, right? Get in the playbook and work your butt off. But it is exactly the thing that you need to do. And you need to do it no matter what you do in life. You know, there was a TV commercial. I've talked about this a couple of times before. I don't know whether it was for Smith Barney or what it was. But the commercial said the reward for hard work is hard work. And so when I was 14, I thought this is the most preposterous thing I've ever heard. The reward for hard work should be kicking back and playing some golf or relaxing a little bit right? That's what you do. That hard work, relaxation, that's what happens after hard work. As you get older, you realize that's not true and that the original quote is exactly right. The reward for hard work is more hard work. And the reward for learning is the opportunity to learn more. That is life. That's the secret of life. It's not about wealth and it's not about prosperity and what kind of car you drive, and how big a house you got, or any of that crap. What it's about is working hard so you reach your potential, and learning as much as you can while you're here on this planet. And that's not just in terms of professional, but in terms of spiritual, familial, being a good friend, all of these things. You've got to learn how to do them, and learn how to do them better tomorrow than today. That's what you got to do. That is the challenge of life. And it takes a while to figure that out. Because what do we do when kids are in school? We give them A's. You do your work, you get an A. No. You do your work, you get an opportunity to do more work. Doesn't make sense to you? It will. All right. Uh, Kevin Pritchard. Talked last night after the draft lottery. Kevin Pritchard is a really interesting guy in talking to the media because Kevin can talk himself in circles. And he did last night. Bob Kravitz wrote a piece at The Athletic, and I'm taking this quote from that. I didn't transcribe it myself. Kravy did, and I appreciate it. want to credit him for doing the work that maybe I should have done. At any rate, here's what he said. I think there's a tear. He says this every year. I think there's a tear in this draft. 
but I'm not afraid to be in the tier below. Below that. In theory, it's just as good. No, it's not. In theory or in practicality, tier A is better than tier B or there is just a tier A. If you're in the tier beneath tier A, it is not just as good as tier A. That is why they call it tier B or the second tier. Kevin, you can't just say stuff and expect us to take it at face value, whatever it is you say. You can't. He also said that he'd been stopped by people in Chicago saying that they want to come to Indianapolis. They see what's being built here and they want to be a part of it. I, I don't buy that in the least. I don't buy... I buy that they should. I buy that people should want to come to Indy and play for the Pacers and be a part of what's being built, but I don't think anybody's thinking that deep about it. I don't think anybody's at the draft, at least not the top five guys as they're listed in mock drafts. They're not saying, man, I hope I fall to six so I can go to Indy. They're not saying that. Chet Holmgren is not going to bed at night with a doll of Ron Artest dressed in a Pacers jersey or Lance Stevenson praying that he's drafted by the Pacers. Uh, Jabari Smith, neither. Shaden Sharp, neither. Jaden Ivey, maybe. He might, be, uh, he might enjoy his home state of Indiana. But that's not the way these guys are built. They all want to go number one, and that means Orlando. And if they go number four, it means Sacramento. And if they go number two, I think it means Houston. All right? The Pacers are hoping that they get the right guy at number six. The guy who's taken in number six will wish, at least initially, that he had been taken in the top five. That is the way math works, and people get paid more in the fifth hole than they do the sixth. One hole, five hole, whatever. They get paid more than a guy who's drafted six. So, uh, Jordan Spieth, I'll tell you what, he's a juicy 16 to 1 this week. I, I think he's got a shot. 16 to 1? I like the way he played at the Nelson. I think he's coming into Southern Hills, playing really good golf. The best he's played coming into a major in a long time. I think Justin Spieth is a great pick at 16 to 1. Tiger Woods is 60 to 1. And some kook went into uh, BetMGM in Vegas, plopped down twenty grand on Tiger at sixty to one. If Tiger wins, that cat walks with one point two mil. That's pretty sweet. Tomorrow morning breakfast with Ken. I can't wait to talk to you then. Colts, Pacers, Hoosiers, Bulldogs, Boilers, Fuel, Eleven. We talk about it all. Are you kidding me? It's what we do every day.